I'm Patrick Reynolds, founder of Kenzai, and this is Welcome to Your Body. In this podcast, we learn about how your body actually works, and hopefully we find some motivation to keep you going if you're on a training plan, and to get inspired to start one if you're not there yet. So sometimes it's important to go back and question the underlying assumptions that we all live by. If you can't answer these simple questions, then you don't have much business answering the harder, more complicated ones. So today, let's, let's break it down to the absolute simplest question I can think of. Why spend all this time and energy getting fit or staying fit? What's the point? It's really easy to rattle off some stock answers just off the top of your head, which is, oh, well, it makes me think more clearly because it's swimsuit season and I want to go to the beach and I want to be healthy for my kids so they can have a long, healthy life with me. And these are all good answers, but I want to get at the deeper core reason which you should be trying to get fit. And for me, that point of being fit is to be maximally alive. That's the heart of all these answers. We all know people who are alive, technically who are living, but are not alive, if you know what I mean. Lowercase alive, just staying alive is pretty easy, but being alive takes more work and your fitness is a big part of it. So what do I mean by this alive feeling? It's that feeling that you're squeezing all the juice out of life and that you're not missing the good parts of being this sentient organism crawling around the surface of this incredible planet. This feeling, it kind of blooms within me through these four main pathways. That's what I'll talk about today. The first one, the benefit of being truly alive, is sensuality. And I don't mean sexy times here, I'm not talking about that. Well, that's part of it. I mean sensual in the old-fashioned meaning of the word, which is having your senses fulfilled and enjoying your senses. Think about standing on a beach and a little wave has come up and washed over your feet and you're listening to the sounds of those bubbles that form there kind of popping and, and the sand under your feet and the coolness of the water as it mixes with the air. These sensual experiences are what makes you feel alive. It's almost the point of being alive. This could be the smell of your kid's hair after she's been playing outside. This could be if you go out on a cold day and you feel that cold in your chest as you breathe in the air. Uh, This could be the taste or the texture of pineapple as you bite through it. These things ooze life. And if you really want to enjoy them, you need to be healthy, you need to be active. If you're laying in a hospital bed, it's the opposite of sensual. There's no color, there's no smells, there's nothing to keep you alive. So for me, being able to truly enjoy my senses to get out in the world is a huge reason to stay fit. Next reason to stay fit, intellectual life. Learning new things makes me feel really alive. From the atoms in my kitchen table to the stars overhead, to the etymology of the word atom or star, to the technology that allows me to see all these words on the computer screen, and for me to make this podcast and blast it out to you, it's all so interesting to me that I can barely contain my excitement sometimes. 
But I've learned that keeping this curiosity and this excitement for learning new things is only possible when you're healthy and fit. There's times in my life when I've been heavy, when I've been lazy, have also been my least intellectually curious years. You feel like your brain gets just as soft and flabby as your body. Uh, and you feel like you catch on to things slower, you can't pick up new ideas very well. And you're just a less interesting person when you're carrying around too much stuff on your body. I don't like feeling that dim-witted, kind of dull feeling, and that's why I want to stay fit and healthy, to feel more alive. Next one, emotional health. It sounds harsh and soulless to say this, but it's true. The love you feel for your family or your friends or anything, or your dog, it's all various hormones which are responding to neural stimuli and establish patterns. And when these patterns get fired off, you get that sensation of, oh, I love my family. When I'm in good physical condition, I feel that I have those positive emotions rising more consistently. And it's because my hormones are in a good homeostatic place. Things are balanced. The ins and the outs of my energy take and my energy give are about right. And that allows the brain to function optimally, which for human beings means having that good emotional health, feeling love, expressing love. Emotions are physical. It follows that if you take care of your physical condition, you're going to get better emotional function. Again, those times in my life when I've been in poor shape, and I'm sure you've had the same experience, your emotions get blunter, they get more negative, you have less patience, you're able to find less joy in life, and you have less care for the people around you. And then, of course, because you're feeling so bad, you smother these unwelcome emotions under food and unhealthy drinks and alcohol and distractions. Being unhealthy, it's almost like you have insulation around you that's keeping in your negative emotions and bouncing back the positive things that the world's trying to give you. And the final reason which you really want to stay fit and stay alive, truly alive, is social reasons. Now when I say this, I don't mean hanging out with your friends, although that's really important and you should do that. I mean being a useful contributor to human society as we stumble and falter our way into the future. This is a crazy time to be alive. It's like winning the lottery, I think. You're here at the beginning of the birthing pains of a sophisticated, technological, global civilization. We get to be alive for this. We could have been born a thousand years ago and been serfs whose grandparent and great-grandparent and great-great-grandparent did the same exact job for the same amount of years before they died. But we're not. We're born now in this amazing time. Every single year, humanity does things that we have never done before. There are a lot of people who, you know, naysay and have mistrust of technology and a dim view of the future and think things are going to hell. But it's not like that at all. When you actually look at what's happening, it's amazing. And I personally want to do my small part to inch humanity forward and give it meaning and purpose. For me, beyond all of the easy answers about getting fit, my deep answer is I want to be a part of this movement to inch humanity forward. And that gives me so much purpose. It's a bedrock principle which drives all the other choices I make in the day. And I hope that everyone can find that better principle. I hope we all share it, which is, hey, let's take our crazy, you know, monkey-evolved human nature and do something cool with it and make this world an awesome place. And to do that important work, you got to be fit. You can't be in a body that's constantly craving treats, that is constantly being jerked around by various high-impact foods. You need to be running nice, cool, lean systems so you can really be there for these important movements that are happening all around us.
So for me, that's a rough sketch of why I really want to be fit beyond the feel-good things about being in my daughter's wedding or whatever. I want to be more sensually alive to enjoy the few years I have on this planet. I want to be more intellectually alive so that I can wrestle with the concepts of an interesting world. I want to be more emotionally alive so that I can truly feel these hormonal triggers, which are a beautiful, amazing thing, but they are physical. And I want to be socially alive so I can contribute and help all of us as we move this project of society forward. So think about that. Ask yourself this week, why do you really, really want to be fit? And hopefully you'll find that bedrock principle. Once you find it, it's like tapping into a wellspring. It's going to gush up motivation and focus and commitment where the shallower things like swimsuit season quickly fade away. Thanks for listening to Welcome to Your Body. If you like this podcast, if you like these big ideas, if you like putting your health and wellness into a context that's more meaningful than six-pack abs, join Kenzai. We are exactly what you're looking for. We have programs starting every month. Kenzai.com. See you next week.